So welcome to the Social Club podcast. This is a this is a this is a recording of myself with um, Kerry Davis. Um, Kerry's um, Kerry's a member of the club, and she's also a social entrepreneur. And um, and she's um, she, she's 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 a BEM. Now, Kerry, Kerry, you're with me. Uh, good to see you. Hi, Craig. How are you doing? I'm doing really well. It's great to have you have, have, have you have you on today and. Tell me, Kerry, what's a BEM? I'm an MBE, which is some, something to do with the British Empire. What What is a BEM? Yeah. It's a British Empire Medal. Ah. It's usually for those um, that have had community, voluntary involvement or general community yeah. involvement for a minimum of four years. I've actually been do, doing what I do for 13 years. Yeah. So, so yeah. So, when did you get it? Um, and what was it in recognition of specifically? Um, I got it in twenty twenty. Mm. I didn't receive it off um, John Crabtree until twenty twenty one because of the pandemic. Right. Um, and I was nominated by um, ex mayor and mayoress Jane and Steve Wolfo. Um, Steve Wolfo. Um, MBE was a very prominent councillor um, right. in, in at Judley Council. Um, yes. When he was the mayor, himself and Jane picked more mascots, please, CIC, yes. which is my social venture, as its charitable organisation for the year. Mm. And then also, uh, it was also led mm. by... Um, their friend, a banker called Andy, Jane Mullaney, um, who um, met me through business in the community. He right. was seconded yeah. from Lloyds Bank to right. business in the community to help social entrepreneurs like me. Got it. Right. So we'll come on to more mascots in, in, in a minute. But but first, a bit more about you. So um, as people will tell by your accent, you're, fr- you're from the Midlands. And, uh, I am, and, yeah. so, <laughs> Which part of the Midlands are you from exactly? Because it's a, it's not just one place, is it? No, I'm from King Swinford in Dudley. King Swinford's one of the areas of Dudley. For mm. those of you that aren't that great at geography like me, it's a town, um, one of the West Midlands towns near Birmingham. Um, and I live in an adapted bungalow because of my inability to walk being disabled and indeed the bungalow uh, fully adapted numerous times for various reasons. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, because this, this is a podcast and uh, and, and, a, and something that people can only hear, you you you, you have disabilities and and you've and you've you've got a place that's been adapted fully to your to your requirements, which um which 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 sound like they, they've changed a bit over the years as well. Yes, they have. Um, I've got cerebral palsy. I've got um, spina bifida tethered cord and scoliosis. Mm. Um, my spina bifida tethered cord wasn't um, recognised at birth. Unfortunately, my cord was never detethered. And then in 2016-17, I also ended up with a perforated bowel and kidney stones and suffered sepsis approximately eight um, 
eight times in that um that one year. So I've had some really significant um health battles. Yeah, it's yeah, it's, it's, been, it's been it's been a sort of challenging a challenging few years um for you. Um and and amidst all this, um you you've developed um, a social enterprise. Well, you, you started social enterprise 13 years ago. You've kept it going through through all your illnesses. So tell us a little bit about more mascots, please, which is a very interesting name. Um what, what did what did what inspired more mascots, please? What what kind of what gave you the idea for it? And what do they exactly do, uh, or, or does it do? I should say, it still do. Um, it uh, was inspired by my auntie and my uncle. When I was seventeen, they nominated me for uh, Build a Bear Workshops Huggable Heroes Award. I was one of five young people that won it in the UK. Um, part of that was going over to America, and I went to their headquarters, I went to their, where they used to have a shop for, um, in the zoo. And long story short, that was where I realised how much I like mascots. And then... What, what, what do you mean by mascots? Uh, just for people who are not familiar, what, what, what's, what, what is a mascot exactly? Yeah, I should make it clear. I mean, um, a full-size uh, adult costume mascot, like... Um, Hercules from the villa or Baggy Bird from Albion or I'm I'm not sure who the blues one is. Uh, all of those characters. So I have in in my loft at home I have some of the fans look like characters that are that big. And that's that's what we do. We're a mascot and playwork organisation and we run lots of events um and we attend a lot of a lot of children's parties. So, and, so basically, you've got life-size, life-size replicas of, of sort of famous cartoon and film characters, which you use in in, in different kind of child play settings, um, and and that the, the charity makes and and basically transports them to wherever they're needed. Yes, that's exactly um, exactly correct. You've got it in one. That's exactly what we do at the moment. But um, we're looking to vastly um, develop what we do and uh, and scale, probably in a different way. I've not decided yet, but carry on what we currently do, but but scale into a bigger social venture. Yeah, yeah. So, so you've 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 developed and grown this largely, largely yourself with 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 others, and you've <clears throat> you've got to a point now where you you want to do more of this. And I suppose, what are your, what are your kind of, what are your thoughts, um, Kerry, about where it could go next? Because I guess you're doing this mainly in your region. Are you, are you thinking about doing it more, more, more areas or, or with, with, with more people? What, what, what are you thinking? What's your thinking about how this could grow? Um, I want it to still be for West Midlands children only, I think, but I want it to scale um, with a background of um, disability and creative arts involvement. Mm-hmm. So I want it to be able to run more more projects yeah. in that um, regard. So I'll be looking for um, voluntary um, non-executive directors in that kind of field. Uh, field because both my areas of interest are disability and creative arts. 
Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And as well as the business, you, you, have, a, you, have, a, you have an interesting set of other activities in public speaking, in, in writing, in, in campaigning and advocacy. You, you, you do a whole load of other things as well. Tell us a little bit about that side of life and, and, where, and where that motivation comes from as well, because uh, I guess your life experience has, has, has given you some pretty powerful insights into what people need to understand about disability. Yes, it has. Um, I've received a lot of um, mainstream discrimination where I've been discriminated against because of how disabled I am and the way that I look. And I've not been given um, equal opportunities. That's my personal opinion from my personal experiences. Mm. Um, And I knew the only way I was going to start... moving forward with my career into lived experience, into public speaking, was to be involved in the disability rights um, community, involved with with co-production um, and speaking and campaigning, um, because unfortunately life's not a level playing field no. for people who are as severely disabled as I am, because I have four physical conditions, you see. So life's not easy, but regardless, I'll carry on. Um, I don't let anything stop me. No, you're, you're a, determined, a determined lady. And I guess be just good you know, not to hide your light under the bushel here. Just talk about some of the organisations that, 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 that you are involved in, and uh, both, both in terms of your teaching work, your speaking work, because it's it's um, it's an impressive roster of organisations that you're connected to. Just tell us a little bit more about about those. Yeah, so um, I'm involved with Impact at the University of Birmingham. Mm. I'm involved with um, other lived experience panels and projects there. Um, I'm involved with Coventry University doing lived experience. Uh, I regularly work with Community Catalyst CIC. Uh, I work with Medequip on on uh, giving equipment advice. So there's a lot a lot of different lived experience organisations that I work with and work for. Um, I advocate all what social care futures say about um, about social care and I want to see big changes there. Um I've worked for Clinton for Harvest and MBE and he's um his community navigator services on adult transformation contracts. Um so tonight I'm going to speak to um Bajra, which is the British Association of Social Workers mm. with Nusra Mansouri on the um the role of a social worker within the disability rights community. Yes. So I'm very lucky. I do a lot, and I really like working with my f- fellow colleagues with both um, with well all mental learning and physical disabilities. Yeah. So so you know you 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 you're teaching as well um, through your work with university of speaking, you're influencing and your and, and, and you, you're writing as well, so you, you, you're, you're, you're an influencer. And am I right in thinking in terms of, of where your future's going? Is that is it? 
you'd like to do more of that kind of work. You know, you're a trainer, you're you're a, you're a, you're a consultant advisor, you're uh, you're somebody who's who's able to, to 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 speak to you know quite sophisticated audiences about about the experience of disability. And th- these are all things that you're keen to expand. Yes, I am because I feel I'm finally getting somewhere um, within these roles where I'm no longer being discriminated against. But um, I want to do more. Um, I want to be able to come off my ESA and earn a permanent What's the ESA? Is, just just in case people don't know. What's the yeah, ESA? In, in case you don't know, it's Employment Support Allowance. Yeah. So eventually I'd like to earn a full-time living out of disability rights work and public speaking so I yeah. no longer have to um have to have to claim ESA. So that's that's really my big target for the future. Yeah, you know, you want to you want to sort of uh, you know earn your own uh, earn all your own money and 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 be as uh, be as successful as uh, as you deserve to be in that in, in in that in that area. And I guess to do that you will need I presume to delegate the running of more mascots that, uh, a bit more as you're going along. Is that part of the plan? It is part of the plan. Yeah. Um, for that, I need to look at sustainability, a mixture of charging, funding and fundraising. Um, but I really um, do need to delegate to others um, so that it can it can run without me, which, which from really, even before I personally realised how disabled I was, I, I wanted to do more mascots from the age of five. I stood up in my... Um, little, um, my little cable frame, and said I wanted to make a difference because I came from s- such a lovely family. So I can't mm. do it all on my own. So I need a lot of support to get there. So if there's anyone out there that does want to join me, then then you know get in, get in touch with with um, Social Club and um, drop me an email at Kerry at moremascotsplease.co.uk. Let's carry it more mascot please mascots please dot 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 co dot uk and on the so on the subjects of social club obviously yeah we're, we're going to be doing some co presenting together which is which is exciting um and in in the near future we'll be doing some interviews together with some of our guests I'm, I'm hoping that you'll be uh one of our co hosts at our conference um on the second of June two thousand and twenty three in London that'd be great to have you with us that day um Doing some, doing some, doing some hosting um, as well, and uh, and, and co-presenting because um, these are, um, you know, th- these are th- these are these are things I'm looking forward to um, in the in the not too not too distant future. Just just thinking a little bit, Kerry, about some of the things you were saying before. Just just reeling back to your life experiences, and uh, so some of them sounded, you know, like really challenging and difficult, overcoming perceptions of. And prejudice is really about about the nature disability. What, what's the most? What's the in terms of changing people's perceptions? What, what do you think is most powerful um, in in getting people to think again about how they how they view somebody who who's who, who has a disability? Yes, I'd say I never judge a book by its cover, um, mm-hmm. and just because somebody looks very disabled doesn't mean that they um they 
can't achieve. Uh, mm. Always give people a chance. Uh, you never know what anybody's done before you actually ask them whether they're disabled or not. So that would be my best advice. Yeah, yeah. And because, uh, you know, you, you, your achievements have been significant. And I guess if someone met, met you and didn't speak to you first, they would they would probably assume that you um, you you were dependent and, and, and hadn't or couldn't achieve that much. But, you know, talk to you for two minutes and we know you've achieved masses. And, that, and I guess that that must be frustrating sometimes that people maybe assume that you haven't really, you know, that, that they assume you haven't achieved as, as much as you have. It is extremely, and they always talk to my um, my personal assistant first, which, but I always redirect the um, conversation back mm. to myself. Um, I always intervene, and I always make sure that they take my direction first and foremost. Mm. Um, I think what's most frustrating for me is... Um, the action of when people try and feel sorry for me, um, when they like, when they just presume that I can't do anything, and then like they tap me on the shoulder or treat me like oh, I'm a child, really. But within a few minutes, they know that that's not the case. Mm-hmm. As soon as I start speaking, basically. Yeah, 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 yeah. The, the thing about I don't know. I don't think anyone anyone wants people to feel sorry for them as a as a sort of starting point it's just not it doesn't feel doesn't feel good ever does it uh, it's not a good place to begin a relationship with somebody really no. no and no. nobody should assume that somebody can't do things without asking them first and as i've already said that goes for whether you're disabled or not, nobody should assume that somebody can't do something. But I think it's a natural judgment, isn't it? We all have in life. Um, yeah, I, th- I think sometimes, you know, uh, people need to be re, almost re-educated in some of these issues. You know, I, I've had the good fortune in my life of having a you know, of, of doing a lot of work early in my career with people with disabilities. And I think I, I learned some of the stuff that you're telling me quite early. And it, it, I think I think that, that really helped me, you know, just doing, doing, I did care work for a while. And I think I learned some of the important things that matter to people with disabilities through doing that work. And I was fortunate to be very young at the time. And that's just carried on in my head since. But you do get people who haven't really had to think about this stuff and that they, they can often bring some fairly unhelpful perceptions into um, into 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 conversations so uh yeah 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 and we, we're coming to the end in short in, in a little while when we we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna uh, wrap up the podcast i suppose um i just wanted to sort of get a, a sense from you kerry now as to you know the people listening what what's the what's what's your what's your offer your message to people who you know who 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 are maybe interested in working alongside you um be it in in whatever capacity you might do what's your what what would you say about yourself in terms of what's uh, what you've got to, what you're bringing to the party 
I would say once in her life, see my ability, not my inability, because it's all there in in my brain. I always know what I want to do, and I get as much done as I possibly can. The only thing that ever stops me is the physical movement of doing so. Yeah. So please, please see my ability and not yeah. my inability. Please see my ability. And, and yeah, so if, if you want to join the University of Birmingham, the University of Coventry, the University of Wolverhampton, the British Association of Social Workers and Social Club in in partnering and working with, with, with Kerry, um, then you'll be uh, you'll be really welcome and you can contact Kerry um at um at the, at the email address we've just we've just um we've just read out. Kerry, th- th- thanks so much for your time today. It's been brilliant to to see you and have you on. Um and uh I'm really looking forward to hosting and doing stuff with you at Social Club in the near future. I think we're gonna have some uh we'll have some fun aren't we? Yeah. Thank you very much. Real pleasure. Thank Take care. Thank Bye you for now. your time. Cheers, Gary. Thank you. Thank you. Bye-bye.